Welcome to the Wonder of Advent podcast. We are now on day 19, and we are in the middle of week number three, the wonder of joy. I've enjoyed so much the conversations I've been having about your conversations with regard to Advent. Yesterday morning in our men's discipleship group, we talked about the truth that joy is a fruit of the Spirit, that it's not something far away or unattainable for any one of us, and maybe it just requires us to look for the things that bring us joy, the things that are truly caused by the goodness of God. He's at work. He is bringing us good news of great joy. Looking forward to today and Just as we ready our hearts to receive, let's pause for just a few moments of quiet and just welcome the Holy Spirit into your moment. Just say, here I am, Lord. Your servant is listening. Begin now. Today we have a second installment from my friend, Pastor Cliff Emery, as he comes to share on the wonder of joy. Let's listen in. Besides being a beautiful woman's name, what is joy? Since joy is included in our Advent calendar, a great example of it is a child's reaction to receiving gifts on Christmas morning. It is not hard to please them, and exclamations like, that's what I've always wanted, are common responses. Of course, it better be the latest video game, a doll, or a stuffed Clifford the Big Red Dog, and not a pair of socks or underwear. I have seen genuine joy on the faces of worshipers in third world countries who walk several miles to church and are wondering where their next meal was coming from. So joy must have a deeper meaning than what we felt on our wedding day or driving out of the showroom in a new BMW. There are some 430 verses on joy in the Bible. I have always been intrigued by the various feasts celebrated by the Jewish people, and my favorite is the Feast of Tabernacles, just completed in October. It lasts for seven days with people living in crude shelters, also called booths, made of natural wood and foliage. In my pastoral days in Florence, we often set one up in the sanctuary. However, no one ever volunteered to stay in it for seven days. Its purpose is to commemorate the difficult wilderness journey and God's miraculous provision for his people. It also celebrates the physical harvest, a great end-time in-gathering of souls. Another name for it is Zeman Semchatanu, or a time of rejoicing. It is one of the most joyful celebrations in Scripture. In the New Testament, it is mentioned in John 7 when 
it says that on the last day of the feast, known as Hoshana Rabbat, Jesus stood up and proclaimed, whoever is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He went on to add, out of them would flow rivers of living water. We know he was speaking of the Holy Spirit, which they would soon receive. Ancient sources say that he had just observed a priest who had for the seven days of the feast carried water from the pool of Siloam to the temple, symbolizing the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. As Pentecostals, we understand the role of the Holy Spirit enabling us to live lives filled with victory and joy. Advent reminds us that Jesus came and fulfilled his purpose and left us with that spirit. So joy is a beautiful woman's name, but it is much more. In fact, Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Thank you, Cliff. That really gives us a lot to ponder today as we think about choosing joy looking for it, being recipients of it, and even allowing it to be a fruit of our lives, a fruit of God's Spirit working within us. Yeah, may it be true of us today that we change the atmosphere of the rooms that we walk in because of the joy that's in our hearts. Good news brings great joy. Until tomorrow, bye-bye.